um, welcome everyone to tonight's May 2nd ACB Board of Publications meeting. Um, I want to call the meeting to order and um, we will let me pull up the agenda here and um, we will get started. And apologies to the BOP, it did go out. I had to resend it, so you saw it maybe or maybe not before the meeting. So I will pull that up here and we can go through this. Um, all right. So we have um getting to my okay why don't we go ahead and while i'm working on my technology troubleshooting um penny are you able to call the roll please yep absolutely katie is here cheryl are you here yet not yet um he's coming there right as far as we know I've not heard of um, the Yeah. Daryl is here on promoting her now. Okay. Oh, thank you. Hey, um, congratulations. Yes. Uh, Zelda, are you I'm here? here. Yes, I am. I heard you. Uh, Cache? Present. Did she say yes? In presence. Yes. Oh, sorry. I I don't know. I'm in another world or something. I'm sorry. Uh, Penny is here. Uh, it is, is Rick coming? Do we know? He, Rick's here. He's probably, Rick is here. Hey, Rick. Yeah, I'm here, guys. Uh, how about Larry? Hi, Rick. How about Larry? I don't, I don't think Larry's going to be coming. No? Well, Larry's streaming tonight, so if he yeah. comes, he'll be, he'll be later. He's, he's busy. Okay. Uh, how about David? Is David coming? David is actually we in the him. audience. I see David in the audience. Hey, David, you can come join us if you want. Uh, <laughs> Deb is here. Uh, is Dan coming? I don't think no, Dan, Dan is will coming. make it tonight. He's yeah. in the audience, too. Oh, is he? Okay, then let Dan yeah. up here, too. All right. Hey, Dan, you can come join us, too. Yeah. Well, uh, he can just here. You know. Yep, I'm here. Yeah. And that's everyone I have. Uh, do we have any guests? Um. Penny, this is Cheryl. I'm here. Hey. Good. Congratulations, um, Cheryl. A oh, 615 member ending in 429. Would you like to tell us who you are? It's the mystery guest. Right now, they are not unmuting, but that's your only guest right now. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. And who's streaming for us? Deb. Deb is. So. Okay. Cool. All right. Hello, everyone. Hello. Hi. Hello. Hello. Hi. All right. Um, I am going to throw my iPad so you all can just, you know, talk amongst yourselves while I, uh, <laughs> I cannot get my agenda to open. So I'm going to try another. Do you want me to read it? you work on it if you want. You want to do that? Yeah. Why don't we do the okay. minutes and then I can pull it up another way? All right. 
This is why I email um, myself the agenda. <laughs> that's what I would have done. That's what I used to do too when I was president of GDY. Um, um, I move that we approve the minutes from the March meeting. How about April for a second? <laughs> the, the, it's the April meeting. April meeting. Yeah. Okay. Um, so Katie says, all in favor? Aye. Aye. Okay. The minutes are approved with no additions or corrections. All right. Let me. Um, sorry, guys. I'm. Katie, do you want me to read the agenda? Yes, please, Cache. That would be great. Thank you. <laughs> the agenda is a welcome and review of agenda by Katie Frederick, board. BOP chair, roll call, which we've already had, approval of April minutes, which we've already had, public points of view, we welcome hearing from you, the community schedule email formatting, blog BOP, which is the May and June editors, highlighting conference and convention activities, award winners, etc. Next, there's ACB Braille form report by Sharon Levering, editor. 2023 awards deadline. Sharon needs nominations by May 15th. Form themes by BOP. June convention. July is the catch up. August is all about travel. September convention wrap up issue. October employment. Vote rehab. White cane safety. November audio description. December international relations committee. If interested. Interested in a month or have a theme idea in 2024, reach out to Sharon Levering. Next 2023 convention items, BOP. 2023 candidates forum, which will be June 14th. The Mix and Mingle event, Sunday, July 2nd. Helping sharing in the communication center. ACB updates by the ACB media team. There will be other items discussed as needed. Next meeting Tuesday, June 6, 8 p.m. U.S. Eastern Time, and then adjourn. Cool. Thank you so much, Cache. And um, again, this is why I have a plan B of putting this agenda in email. So um, I am I'm finally with the program <laughs> as much as I am tonight with my um, head pounding. So um, thank you again for that. Um, so next, we are at the um, public comment. So if our guests have anything they wish to share, uh, feel free to do so. And thank you tonight to Cecily, who is hosting uh, for us this evening. If you would like to speak, please raise your hand. Not yet, Katie. All right. Well, we will carry on then and um, see if anything else comes. Yeah. Um, yes. Okay. I thought I heard something. Um, all right. Next is the community schedule, um, email formatting and, and that process. Um, and I know, Cache, you reached out to me about this. I think you said the format has kind of gone back to um, to something else. I don't know if you, you or anyone else has anything to say more about that formatting of the emails. Yeah, it's going back to the, um, the different coloring. And uh, I know for those of us with low vision, some may be catching it, but some of us are missing it. 
So I just wanted to kind of know what the update was on that and how we can try to come up with some balance. You so know? you all asked <laughs> you all asked me to follow up on that, and I did. Um, so um, uh, Cindy says that they are uh, supposedly stripping all the stuff out of stuff before they paste it together, but I said that it's not happening that way. So then they had the situation where Colby left and and uh, Belinda helped out and now Natalie is there. So we waited because may as well get them staffed. Mm-hmm. Um, so two things. Um, Cindy is willing to uh, meet with me and uh, whatever of you would like to be involved, and I would say not a large crew, so one mm-hmm. or two people, um, it would make sense. And and talk about um, what it's looking like and, and what's, what uh, you feel is needed. Uh, the second thing is that they have done a little bit of experimenting. I haven't um, gotten back to find out how this has gone, but there are some samples of how the community uh, could work that are in the in my uh, convention database where where uh, we Cecily and I will be doing all the convention routing of things and um, those all look anything that goes in there looks the same so um, uh, it is a different uh, type of Format. I mean, it's a little bit different arrangement and process than what they would do now if they adopted it, but there's some samples going on in there, and I don't know uh, where they're at with that, but we can certainly find out. But the next step for us would be to determine who from the BOP uh, would like to be involved in that discussion, and that will set it up. Now, Everybody's schedule between now and the convention is absolutely gross. So I don't know how much we will get done between now and the convention, but I think we should be able to reasonably ask for that preliminary uh, meeting to uh, outline the concern in more detail with them and uh, and give them some feedback in a formal way. So I'm looking for someone who would like to uh, serve on that um, to represent that particular low vision concern about the format. Madam President. Sir. This is Jeff. Um, Am I out of order? I'm sorry if I am. No. No. Welcome. Um, I I would love, I I, I can't really help on the low vision side. Obviously, I'm totally, but uh, I think I I would love to at least be able to assist in this process because Mm -hmm. I think we could take the, I, I would like to at least explore um, the the potential of taking. There's a for those that don't know, just to give context, and I won't take long. There's a there is a community spreadsheet which drives all of the scheduling of mm-hmm. of events that take place across the community, and there's no reason why we can't take that process and automate the creation of the daily and weekly schedule. And if we did it in a way where we could use, you know, um, I don't want to get too technical here on the, on the, on the details, but in other words, eliminate font details as much as possible and strictly let, let just headings and, and links represent the data and then let Outlook or whatever tool you're using represent what that means. That probably would facilitate 
a, a better marked up experience. And I think we could do it. Yeah, I'm sure um, we could. Mm-hmm. Jeff, the other thing I don't know, um, and since you're here, I'll just ask you, is some of this interpreted when the person pulls it into their device? Because if you have default settings, for example, if you have defaults that tell tell your uh, software, you know, your word processing software or your mail software, whatever, pulling it in, usually it's the word processing, rendering it to the mail. But if you've got, um, you know, basically a, a for lack of a better word, a style sheet. They don't call it that there, but but right. you know parameters. Aren't those going to play havoc on? They on are. They this? are as well as like screen resolution. Yeah. And so there's a whole bunch size. of factors. There's, there's all these different. There's all these yeah. different factors that represent yeah. this. Yeah. So yeah. so the goal would be to take this and put it in a format uh, that. You know, something like Markdown, which then you can use like Pandoc, Mm -hmm. which is, you know, you're eliminating the word aspect of it. You're generating an HTML generated message. Right, exactly. Yeah. And and then, and then whatever your tool of choice, whether it's, you know, mail on the Mac or Outlook on Windows Mm -hmm. or whatever, if it's going to interpret, it's going to interpret however it's going to do it. Right. And, and we're not adding additional fluff to it. I I would like Mm -hmm. to at least take like a day of a spreadsheet. And see, like a you know, you know, just drive a principled approach to it with a really simple, you know, so t- it's ten a, events. So it's a Google Sheet now, and I can send you to where it is. Yeah, okay. I know, I know. I'm just saying that I think I think what we should do is yeah. do proof of concept. Yeah, and I, I think see that'd if be fine. And see yeah. if it's viable. Yeah, and if mm-hmm. it is, then it's a matter of just replicating it. Yeah. Right? Like if yeah. you can mm-hmm. do it once, you can do it all the time. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. That's and and, have, yeah. We're just we looking at. I don't. Yeah. I'm something sorry. that's con- that's consistent yes. and i'm looking at yeah. tuesday's schedule here it looks perfect to me on my on my machine on you know and you know yeah uh, as it appears in the email that i received um that because it has headings yeah. um that, which are bolded um you know, it has a title, so you can see easily yeah. that it's Tuesday, May 2nd, you know, in 2023, right. you know, and and then the rest of it, you know, the, the links are, are in blue, so somebody visually looking yeah. at it could easily see where right. the links are at, and, you know, it looks, it looks good. I don't, you know, yeah. so if we could... And I will say, and I will say, I don't, I, I think, go ahead. Mm-hmm. Go ahead, Cache. No, I would say, I, like, I don't, I don't represent the whole, but what I'm saying is, for me, I'm at a place where if I'm using the headers, I know that because I am coming from a place of transition, like, there are so many who are still using total low vision, Um when I'm when I'm tabbing through the headers, but if I'm a person who is visually looking at it and what I'm hearing is not what I'm seeing. And so I'm just trying to be the, the voice of reason to, to yep. say that this there is still an issue there because I'm hearing the headers and I'm seeing that it's going from A, B, C, D, E, F, G. But if um, when I'm looking at it, I'm not seeing it because, again, as a low vision person, I'm missing everything that is in blue. Whether it's so the, think, because some some headers some headers are in 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 white font some are in blue font so if I'm visually looking at it I am missing those things and that's just my concern for those who are low vision that we just okay. want to make sure that yeah Cashier, what are you using on are you using Mac or Windows or what and and are you using Eudora Outlook what I use uh Windows and Outlook 
Okay. Me too. And there and is a uh, hand in the really, really, really looking. Okay, you just looking. One second. Sorry. That's so, okay. So it's um, like I said, it's not so much an issue for me, but because it's being brought to me because of, there are other low vision people who are, are having issues as well. Like I said, right. I'm trying to solely just use the jaws, but there are people who want to continue to use their low vision. Mm-hmm. And I and I recognize because I agree when I'm visually looking at it, I only see the want f- the white fonting. I don't see anything that's in blue and it's no cons- nothing's consistent with that schedule. Some titles are in white, some titles are in blue. It's, it's not even like all the titles titles are in white or all the links are in blue it's very sporadic and so again I brought this up last month and I know that we are in transition so I just again wanted to uh, just mm-hmm. update and I don't mind working um, to be a part of that process to, to find some some balance there so your yeah. titles are in white yes mine, mine are in are black not, mine yes. are in black yeah I'm looking yeah. at them right now and they yeah are they're in- they're black mm-hmm mm. Yeah. Interesting. Well, I, I'm well, not looking at it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you I'm can gonna, reverse. I'm not looking at it right now, but yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. But it sounds like there might still be some room for even just to have a conversation about ways that we can improve the schedule in general. So sure. Um, sure. I believe Cecily said, do we have a hand? We do. Terry? Mm-hmm. Hi. Um, hello, everyone. I just pulled it up on my iPhone uh, last night's, today's uh, community events calendar. And and I looked at it on my computer. And the titles on both through Outlook on my computer and uh, through iOS on my iPad, uh, iPhone rather, um, show the titles mostly in blue. Except until you get to Resistance 101. From there on down, it alternates. Some of them are in white, some of them are in blue. And that's using those two types of of, uh, uh, email uh, applications. I would I would recommend that we get a subcommittee of yeah, um, community members and us yep, here and, and, and have a discussion. Cause but thank you, Terry, for pointing that out yeah. and Cache for your experiences because I know that, you know, with with low vision and with different fonts and you know, we, we want to make it consistent, whatever that mm-hmm. ends up being. So mm-hmm. um Cache, would you be willing to work on this project? Oh yeah, that's yes. Thank you. Madam Chair, I would love to persist, uh, participate in that as well. Yeah, that would be great. You're All great right. Do so, that, Deb, yes. Jeff, Cache, mm-hmm. and Cindy and crew well, will um, <clears throat> connect and um, see what we can what we can do. Thank you very much. Yeah. Thank you for that opportunity. I appreciate it very much. While, while yes. we're talking about formatting, um, Katie, I was, was just wondering, I have been very pleased that the Employment Committee um, offered to, to do the job listings, and I see mm-hmm. they've been very devoted to that, but I think that, too, needs some formatting. Yes, definitely. Um, okay. Yeah, and and if we could just share with them, um, you know, the, the large print formatting um, mm-hmm. that that we we have. Um, okay. with with the 1.15 you know the yep. the 18 point font you know that uh-huh. 
I have actually formatted um, their their latest list. I'd be willing to share that with them if they want to see what it looks like, and and maybe even. Um, if they could identify, I know some of them have like maybe an underline, you know, a few underlines in between the two job postings. But I thought mm-hmm. it was difficult today when I looked at it to see where one job posting and another one, you know, one mm-hmm. ends and another one begins. It was if, one if, could, if you listen mm-hmm. to yes. it as well. Right. Okay. Yes. So I'm thinking if they would put like, say, um, there were a I don't know, a couple from New Mexico, they just put New Mexico and then do that. And mm-hmm. then another New Mexico list and then the one from Tennessee and the one from Florida, you know, whatever, and do those sure. in headings mm-hmm. so that uh-huh. people can yes. skip. Okay, this one's from New Mexico, this one's from Florida, this mm-hmm. one's from Tennessee. You know, they could right. do that in headings. And yeah. I think it would be much more usable for, you know, it's good information. And I'm sure anyone who's looking for a job and is really intent on that would would go through it no matter how it it appears but it, i think it would it would be um a lot easier mm-hmm. and that too they could just make a template and then just use it um i believe yeah zelda would you mind reaching out to um peter about that please i, On I certainly BOP? certainly would would be willing to do so yep thank you and thank you for bringing that up i i saw the email i don't I kind of glance at them, but I don't pay a lot of attention because I'm currently not looking for work, but I appreciate <laughs> yes. and I want to, I do want to thank the employment committee for sending them yes. out. I think oh, it's I a think great it's, resource. Yes. I think, I think yeah. so too. And, and like I said, they've been very devoted and reliable yes. you know, at doing that. And I'm sure it could be very helpful to those looking for employment. Absolutely. Um, and if but, we can make it easier to see and use as screen reducers and everyone else, all the better. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'll do that. Thank you. All right. All right. Um, next up, um, wanting uh, volunteers for May and June for the blog. Um, first and second I'll reviewers. Thank you, Cachet. I can serve May. as a second for May. Okay. Um, yeah. Whoops. I can take June. This is Cheryl. Thank you. Uh, thank you, Cheryl. Sorry, I was writing Zelda. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot multitask tonight. Okay. I'll be Cheryl's backup in June. Thank you, Penny. Yeah. So okay. I have a question about the blog. Did we, um, I didn't, I, I don't know. Somehow my, I'm not getting any notices from the blog anymore. So. And I forgot to look before the meeting. Did the blog, the Dendrick, Deborah Kendrick blog get up? And did either of Anthony's me- member at the mic get up? So I, I thought, I know I did the Deborah Kendrick post, but I didn't see it either. So I will double check that after the meeting um, tonight because I didn't get an e- email. So I will make sure that I didn't mess something up when I posted it. Um, like I've done, I've done before um, by accident. So I will check that. And um, the member at the mic that I'm aware of um, is that we can put up um, or work on for this month is um, Tim Cummings. I'm not aware of any other member on the mic. I thought he had two more that were ready. At, at least that's what I thought I remembered from our last. I don't have any. Um, I think. 
I want us to, you know, um, talk about who we want to profile next, but I'm not aware of any um, new ones. So how about if I reach out to Anthony and sure. send email to the best? Oh, perfect. Thank you, Penny. All right. Um, so I also thought about, you know, with the conference and convention coming up, um, might be worth maybe using the blog to either highlight activities beforehand or, um, you know, have some content ready to go that we could post during the convention itself um, on the blog. So I know we have done things like, you know, um, taking photos of award winners and things in the past. Um, we also have the, um, the JP Morgan Chase and DKM first timers that are introduced, have been introduced. And um, on that note, congratulations to Cheryl and all of the other um, JP Morgan Chase fellows and DKM first timers. Congratulations to everyone who are part of that program, this, those programs this year. Um, so um would like to try to get some of that content um even if we don't put it you know put things up right now um i'm thinking of you know we could do something with like i know the the walk committee um has a a walk song each year and so we could do something do a post around highlighting that song, you know, uploading that to the blog and then a post um, about the walk itself. So um, just wondering what people think of these ideas that I just kind of wrote down as possible submissions. I actually like the idea. I like, um, I also like how Janet has been posting like the snippets of the different tours. That would be mm -hmm. kind of good to follow up on the blog as well. So I don't mind maybe, um, take the lead to maybe post something or submit it to you to post once a week or something or however we decide to do it. Interesting. Um, yeah. So maybe we, um, I kind of feel like I'm drowning in convention information already. I'm sorry, but I get, I get so much email every day. You know, we get all the tours from Janet. We get, we're going to assume we're going to be getting all the individual programs from each of the special interest affiliates. Um, today we got information about what to do with the airport. And, um, I, I don't, I just feel kind of like it's inundated, but what if we did a summary? Me. What if we did a summary post of like, um, you know, here are like, two tours and maybe, you know, maybe put everything in one place. Um, not everything, but. Oh, I definitely wouldn't uh, consider just doing one part, one component, definitely compile right. two or three yeah, days. You know, guys, um, what about yeah. the idea of actually just posting the resources for where you learn about all this stuff? I think because that would be. I'm sort of with Penny. I, I mean, I love yeah. the convention and I love all the information, but yeah. You know, it's there. So I think if you did a really well thought um, post that talks about the fact that we have the convention email list, email. that we have the website where you can browse and soon register, but right this second, browse. So either right. way, we have um, 
the uh, uh, you know the the various things that that there are that that people can um, uh, learn about the convention just from the convention site and from the various. Uh, updates, that, you know, but just to kind of let and people the know. And Braille forum articles. Braille forum articles every every month. Yeah. And, and you know, maybe just really catalog all the ways. Uh, that might really help people because then they could figure out which ways for them, you know, are going to be the most useful. But isn't the blog an external Pointing. Well, it's both, but but all these it's things are available both. externally. You can subscribe to the email. You can read the Braille forum. You can go browse on the on website. The, I don't think I any of it is. But, but what I'm saying is the audience that we're primarily trying to get to are people who are not like receiving the you know three announcements a day of the convention or stuff more. like that. So, well, I think that's because not everybody is getting it. Yeah, not everybody is getting it. And at the end of the day, a lot of people are skimming through it. I, I mean, I love the convention. At the end of the day, we may be inundated now, but we've got to do a better job because at the end of the day, we're, we're two months out and people are just getting the information. And can't say that these one or two places they may not be looking at those things. And if we're saying that the blog is an extension of information. I think there's just a, a a great place to add an additional place to put it, well, not so one single thing, but you know, blog. summing it up. So I I I think there's there's absolutely like maybe the first article could do that summary, but I think you know think since we're talking about an external audience, um, I, I mean we can certainly redo some of the stuff like, you know, here, look at these exciting accessible trips that we're offering or look at these, like, you know, I, I don't know, just, just something that, that maybe bundles the information a little differently than it is present. Well, and maybe, maybe to Cheryl's point, Cheryl's point, maybe we, I, I think, I think the summary is a great idea to kind of get people in the mode to to learn about the resources that that do exist for the information so that if they if they wish to they can subscribe to the email list and whatever else they want to do um, but also with the blog we could do more um, you know we could say the um, you know American Council of the Blind is going to tour the popcorn factory I don't know I'm just throwing that out there but then we could do things like put a link to that in the blog and that would get people to their website. So I think to Cheryl's point as well, if we did highlight some posts for, you know, tours or other things, we could do something similar that we did with the um, um, kind of the monthly summaries that we used to do and we've done in the past where we kind of do like a roundup of um you know, here are some things happening. So um, I do, I would like to see um, maybe a summary post go up and, you know, here in May about how people can, you know, find convention information that's out right now. Um, and then I think we have some time to discuss how we want to put together um, additional posts that might highlight convention activities, because I think to all of the points that are made that, um, you know, there could be people 
reading the blog who may not be interested in subscribing to the convention email list, for example, but might be interested in, um, you know, going on a, you know, reading about a tour that we're doing or a program that's happening during the convention, but may not want all the information. So I think we can do both approaches and meet, kind of meet in the middle of, of, you know, meeting both of these needs, not, not inundating, um, and, you know, I mean, yes, we all get emails, but we also don't don't have to read the blog if we don't want to. So there's that, <laughs> you know, I mean, we we can choose what we what we filter in and out. So um, I think this way would be a good balance, though, of getting both the the summary and um, reaching some of the external audience that we we're talking about. So, um, Cache, would you like to, um, I think you offered to put, to start like a summary post? I can do that. Okay. I, this, I, I would be interested in doing one about the walk. Awesome. Yeah. Okay. Cool. I will, we have um, an announcement, Cheryl, that we've kind of put together for email. Okay. Um, but so I will send that to you, and then I'll also share with you the walk song, um, which is really cool. We have a, um, and we could even write a piece about the the gentleman who does it. Um, his name is Josh from West Virginia, and he's done the walk song. He he's a music instructor at the school for the blind there, and he has helped us put together walk songs for oh gosh, several years, several years, a lot of years. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And he he does. They're really cool. So mm -hmm. it might be he fun does a to nice do a job. little piece about him. Also. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. That would be excellent. One one other thing, Katie, that would be good to put in there. Uh, we do a pretty good job, but not really enough about our continuing education credits. Ah, yes. Mm -hmm. That's an excellent idea. All right. Um. Yeah, th this is Dan. Um, having attended the Illinois uh, Council of the Blind Convention last weekend, I um, it's understandable. I, I completely get it. I lived in that world for 15 or 20 years where I went to my local chapter and state conventions and never was involved in anything at the national level. And I continue to be, well, now that I'm very involved at the national level, <laughs> really? when, when, you, when you step back a little bit, and it'd be interesting for you guys to think about this as you go to, to do your state conventions and local chapter meetings, the, the rank and file member out there still has very limited connection to ACB. Mm -hmm and even an understanding of what's going on at the national level. <clears throat> you know, I, I would say the vast majority of our members have not even ever, have never even w watched the rally video. Many of them mm -hmm. probably don't even know we had a rally. And so that again, it always hits me. I'm always surprised. You know, there's this group of six or seven or 10 people that are very invested in ACB at the national level that you talk to and they're, they know exactly what's going on. And then there's 
the the majority of the members who who really don't understand what's going on at the national level. So I don't know what the answer is, but we're we're somehow we don't have an easy way to deliver a succinct message to our members somehow to get them uh, on board with what's going on. Or maybe they just don't, they're not interested at all. (laughs) And that could be (laughs) the case too. And that's perfectly okay. But, but it, it always kind of, it, it, it surprises me every time I'm, um, I'm, I'm back in that. And when I, when I'm hit in that environment, but you know, if I look at my own life journey inside of ACB, I don't know why I'm surprised because I was involved at my chapter and state level for at least 15 or 20 years and, and never knew anything about what was going on at ACB. It's true, and especially when just affiliates as well. Mm-hmm. I remember when, when I became president of GDY, I was amazed that most people in GDY didn't know much about ACB. Um, and we did what we could, but... I mean, we are, we do what we can. Dan, we have dots and dashes. We've got the I, leadership I list. We had the Braille Forum. We do so much. I don't know what we can do that we're not doing. We have ACB Media, which does so yeah. much. And we have the Advocacy Podcast. And there's so much that we try to do. <coughs> but it, it, people I have like, their own lives, too, you know, and they're yeah. busy. We, yeah. we find this, too, when we interview people for um, DKM and, and the Leadership Fellows. Um, there are people that we interview, you know, and not all of them, but some of them that have very little understanding, you know, of, of what's beyond their chapter. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and so, I've, I have been going to, for quite some time, write a blog of relating the whole, the whole organization from from the top to the bottom and relating it to um, a tree and and I will go ahead and do that um, you know um, so I think that might give people a picture of how we are all connected in some way you know so um, Stay tuned. Huh? I will get to that. I'll put that on my to-do list. We're, we're not going <laughs> to yeah, solve, solve it tonight. We're not going to solve it tonight. But, but, but no. I'm just always, it, it kind of takes amazing. me, it takes yeah. me back. Yeah. yeah. That, yeah. Uh, you know, and like Penny says, all the ways we are, we, we believe we are yeah. trying so hard to communicate, but it's. Well, I it's, think it's just, I mean, it's to do more, maybe in that morning program that so many people apparently listen to maybe we need to talk more about what's going on at the national level i don't know yeah but but those those 60 or 70 people are 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 engaged it's it's the but they're not necessarily engaged about acb stuff it's all community Mm -hmm. stuff yeah Mm -hmm. that is true yeah it's not more social it and is that's okay. That's not a bad thing. I feel like the local level is always pointing to the state affiliate. And then what happens yeah. is state affiliates to me don't talk about the national until it's national time, until it's convention time. And so that there has to be a better way of communicating how we all connect from the beginning and from the lower levels as well. Speaking of that, you know, 
I'm I'm under the assumption that when uh when when we enlist you know put a new person in the AMMS and we've connected them that they're all they're put on the on the conversation list all members are put on that and then mm. they they can choose to unsubscribe anytime they want to no, I, I think they have to subscribe. I don't think so. We we yeah. imported leadership over to conversation um, when we did the rollout, but I don't think I thought we, we did members and ACBL, but that was it. So yeah, that was yeah. it. We have not done mem- like a general membership rollover. I, I thought initially all members were put on there, no. and then they, no. they weren't. No, no. No. I'm wondering if that isn't the thing, because then they would be getting um, the dots and dashes. They would be getting all of those things. Um, well, they, now they do get dots and dashes because that goes out in constant that goes contact. Out separately. So, so if they they get the braille forum and they get dots and dashes, if if we have an email for them, right. when they're a member. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That's but those are the only two that go to everybody. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Well, and an anyway, occasional yeah. extra announcement about something right. big. So there is an yeah. occasional additional announcement that goes to everyone. True constant contact. Yes. That's the mm-hmm. one that goes to mm-hmm. all the members. Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. Yeah, that's and that's a good forum. I mean, mm-hmm. um, you know, I think I think within any organization, um you're you're going to have more more members who are, you know, some members who are highly engaged and some who aren't. Um, I know, you know, tonight when I sent something out to the um, folks, some folks in Ohio, I said, you know, here's this, this event is coming up. And remember, as members of Ohio, you're also members of ACB National. And here's, Mm -hmm. you know, here's some information about the national convention that's coming up. So um, I think even just the more that we, that we share that message with our affiliate, you know, yes, okay, this is coming from the national, but this is, this is for you. You know, this is why we're doing this. So, um, do have again, we're not going to solve it. And, and I, I do kind of want to um, keep yeah. us moving on. But thank you, Dan, for bringing it up. Because I think it is, it is a, you know, a conversation. Maybe this would make a good um, breakout session at leadership next year or something. Yeah, well, very might. But it yeah. is something that should be getting better. Because it used to be that people might not care much about what was going on nationally because they couldn't really afford to go to convention. And it was just a few people who got to go. But now everybody can vote. So that mm-hmm. should, in the long run, should be making a difference. And everybody mm-hmm. can register and participate virtually. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, yeah. that too. Yeah. Yeah, and maybe we need to do like a, a promo about that for some of the community calls or something on media. I don't know. Um, you know, like, hey, did you know you can vote, you know? Because I know, I mean, I know the voting. You don't have to be there. You can still come and experience the whole thing. Well, and even just the voting piece. I mean, you know, people. I mean, all you need is an Alexa or a telephone. Yeah. Really. It just, you know. Yeah. So. Guys, can I I say something real quick? Um, Let's let Rick go and then I'll recognize the hand. Um, Just just a couple thoughts. I, I mean, this is all a great discussion, obviously. I, you know, one of the things that I've always seen locally is that being engaged locally is a good thing. There are a lot of people in local organizations that aren't engaged locally, right? So, yes. 
So, so you know, there are some that just are, are there for, you know, the social aspects or, or, or what have you. Um, you know, the, 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 the thought about um, folks not knowing national, I, I, I think to some degree there is a, a, a feeling with some people that uh, there's some really great stuff going on in the States and they would wish that national would pay more attention to what's going on in their affiliates. So, so I, I think part of what I, I think we need to think about is, you know, it kind of work, it could work both ways. Right. Yeah, you're so, right. Um, but you know, Dan, the, it would, you know, I, I, I get the same sense too when I, when I, you know, go around, but it, it, do you find that the people are frustrated that they don't have that that knowledge, or are is it just? Well, you know, I I think it's and I actually think it's at all three levels. I mean, if I look at our chapter, you know, the eighty members that are in our chapter, there's probably only fifteen or twenty that even are interested in what's going on at FCB at the right. at the state level. Right. So, so yeah. if they're not interested locally, <laughs> chances are their yeah. interest level on national is is not going to be there either. Yeah, uh, it, people it, it, are it's, isolated all over the country. Yeah. Ten years ago, I, I went to a oh convention in the state of New York. I sat at a table with eight or nine other people, and there were two people at the table. One of whom was me, who knew that you could get audio description on TV. And that was ten years ago. Mm-hmm. So it's just, you know, it boggles your mind. It yeah, does. no, it, 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 right. it, really, it really does. Yeah, I mean, a lot, a lot of people, you know, live pretty isolated lives, right? And, but um, not to solve tonight, but I, I do think there's, it's, it's worth, as yeah. Katie said, a follow on conversation to say, how right. do we, uh, how do we share, how do we continue to figure out how to share information better? It, it, it really, the three levels, because that's the other thing is, most people only get involved in their state, you know, a couple of times a year. You know, they're not they're not living in their state activities day in and day out either. Yeah. So, so. we have a hand in the audience I hear. I want to take that and then I would like to um, thank you very much to everyone for this thoughtful discussion. But um, I will take the hand and then we will. Um, proceed with our agenda but thank you dan for giving us as we talked about you know the blog in some ways that we might be able to um, do this some good thoughts so let's take that hand please it's 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 terry again um actually rick just hit very much on one of the two points that i wanted to bring up and i think maybe we need to be doing a lot more work with our local chapters and uh even below the state, even below the state level, because the reality is that there are people who are members of our local affiliates because they just want to support us or because it's, you know, charity starts, you know, advocacy starts at home as well. And they're interested in what's going on in their own local community. And there's nothing wrong with that. I don't believe Um and so that maybe what we're doing is we're overemphasizing trying to get everybody involved on a national level uh, when in reality, some people are very contented 
being doing what they're and then they're very content doing what they're doing and they're also much more in their comfort zone i can think of many many people in uh the state of in a uh, state and local affiliates who would never in a million years want to go to their state capital and testify but that doesn't mean that they're not in support of acb and that's what i think we need mm -hmm. to keep in mind so it was Thank my you. one point and the other issue is just as a little bit of an i'm not doing this as a pat on the back but i do think that it's interesting is i have in the past week had not less than 15 people contact me in one way or another uh, a good number of them on a community call um to comment to thank me for the comments that i made on the board call last week because they were in complete support in complete agreement and that i think is what i thought was interesting is most of them were people who i don't know um other than you know on a on a community call for a special interest affiliate or what have you but they are there there's a bigger number listening to us when we do something like the board meeting um that are that are learning a lot more from it and i think that's really important i think that they uh you know, it's people that I never would have guessed I would have heard from um, that uh, that actually had sat and listened, sat through the four hour board call last Tuesday night uh, and uh, be it on their Alexa or uh, yeah. the, uh, you know, w whatever way they did do it. And I think that's that's a very good positive for us, a very big positive, because, you know, five years ago, they wouldn't have been on those calls. Absolutely. Thank you so much. <laughs> All right. Um, next, Sharon, um, editor's report and anything else you have for us this evening? Okay. Did everybody get a copy of my report that I sent out? I did. Yes. I yes. did. Yes. Okay. Good. <clears throat> well, <clears throat> The move went very well, thank goodness. No snow this time, unlike last time. Uh, we're still trying to find lots of stuff. Um, we're currently in a temporary space until they finish building our, shall we call it, permanent space on the floor above. So we're going to be living out of boxes for a good while. Will, will we be able to get ready for convention? Yes. All the Braille embossers are set up. They all work. I will have to order some more Braille paper, but I can take care of that. Um, it's a gorgeous new office. Oh, it's huge. I'm going to get plenty of exercise in that office, I'll tell you. <laughs> Because my so office that'll get you ready for the, convention, right? Yeah. That'll, yeah. Yeah. My office is up toward the front and all the printers are in the back. Mm. Oh. And the kitchen's in between. That's um, one way to make it quiet, you know? <laughs> yes. Mm -hmm. And for the first time since we were in the Arlington office. Good golly, that's eight years years we have a door to the printer room that we can close and keep it quiet 
That's nice. good. Yeah. Huh? So we just had some background noise, so um, I think we're good. What's the most? And, oh, uh, one of the things I'm most fond of about the new office is there's a taco place directly across the street. Ah, oh. one of the new things I'm going to be doing that I didn't find out until after I sent the report, I'm going to be joining the information referral and peer support team. Looking forward to that. I've been working on updating several of our resource lists that haven't been updated in a while, shall we say. Ah, uh, it's just amazing. How many places have either merged, shut down, or just seemingly have disappeared off the face of the earth? Yeah. Um, it's been a, it was a busy week last week, and it's not any slower this week. I had something else, but it's completely slipped my mind. All right. Um, and then we um, said last time that award nomination deadline for May 15th, right? So you can order the plaques. Yeah. Okay. Yep. So get your Freeman votes and your Henley vote in. I've already got the awards committee's awards and wording. We got some awesome award winners this year. And that's all I'll say on that matter. Excellent. And for the um, for the BOP awards, we will give those at the banquet um, this year as well for the people who are mm -hmm, mm -hmm. going to be receiving those. So. Awesome. I've already set up the, the awards template, so I'll just have to plug in the name and the four, and they'll be ready to go. All right. Um, any questions for Sharon? All right. Um, I did put down here the the forum themes, um, and as you can see, we are we are full until the end of the year, which I think is just awesome and exciting yes. and um, great. And I did include um, if people wish to start planning for twenty twenty four to get get those in. Um, reach out to to Sharon and let her know if you're interested in. If you have a, an idea for a theme, we're always open to that. Or if um, a committee or a special interest affiliate wishes to um, host a month, happy to entertain that as well. So, and again, thank you to those of you who have contributed. Um, we, we, you know, we wouldn't have the magazine without you. So thanks to um, all of the committees and, and groups that have have done that work thus far. And I believe is June, June out the door. 
Yes, June is out the door. All right. I wanted to handle that before we moved because I knew it would be crazy. Yes. So next up, I have um, some convention items here. And um, one of those is helping with um, helping you, Sharon, in the communication center. So um, don't know if you want to talk about that now or we'll have more to share in June. But um, I'd rather wait till June. Right now, I don't okay. even know when I'm flying out. Got it. Okay. All right. Um, so the um, candidates forum is slated for June 14th, and that is something that the um, Board of Publications works on. Um, so if you are able and willing to help um, put that together, um, that would be great. I know Cheryl and I worked on it last last year, and um, you know had some had some good questions um, for the candidates. Um, and it's uh, the time the time goes very fast, and so I think some of you as participants might agree with that. So, mm -hmm. um, but this year, if you are um, able and willing to help um, put that together with questions, um, I'd like to get that process started. And um, for those of you out there who are thinking of, um, who, who are wishing to submit candidacy for offices um, and positions, those are due uh, May 15th as well. So um, that information is, um, was in the e-forum. So you can find that there as well. And Katie, for the um, uh, logistics uh people <laughs> representing the logistics people we actually right. need to know by may 15th like all other events who your on stage uh, bop members or other people uh, will be who are going to we know that you won't have all of the candidates till then or a few days after but um if you uh i need you to determine who of you will be actually doing it because we okay. will be making for the panel yes. yeah for the panel yes. yeah yeah yep okay all right um we also have the um i want to thank cache for helping me create the description for the um, BOP Mix and Mingle event, and that is happening on Sunday um, afternoon. Um, and so I think um, as I was thinking about this, and I, I just made the comment earlier about the, um, you know, the, the forum, but um, it might be worth our while to maybe send out some, some personal invitations to um, some of the affiliates and committees who have um, sent articles to really invite them and encourage them to come to this event. So, um, you know, wanting to to have them there um, at the convention. So um, that is set. Um, any questions about convention? Do you, are you, 
is everyone planning to attend or some not sure on the BOP side? I'm still not sure. I'll okay. be there. And awesome. and I, I will not be there this year. Oh, Zelda. Yeah. My husband and I are going on a on a cruise uh, with my Ooh. brother and his wife and yeah, it's it's not a usual thing. We've never been on a cruise, and um, it happens not not at the same time as convention, but shortly thereafter. And and I just assured my husband that I would not um, be going and chance getting sick, so that we would jeopardize <laughs> our reservations. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's. I mean, <clears throat> don't want anyone to get sick, so that's. There, but well, and, and you don't you don't plan on that, but it's always a possibility, and yes. and, and mm-hmm. this is probably going to be a once in a lifetime thing. So, yeah, Very where cool. does it go? Alaska. Oh, oh yeah, uh-huh. fourteen days. So, yeah, fourteen. We'll, we'll days. All, yeah. No, <laughs> 14 we all we need days. a vacation after convention because <laughs> convention is not a vacation for me. So I'll be right. you know, yes. happy to stow in your backpack if you have stuff. Okay, <laughs> all right. yeah. Yeah. I second that. You'll love yes. it. Yes. Yeah. Which cruise wow. line? Oh, you would have to ask. I'm not sure. (laughs) It was was my brother and his wife. They're celebrating their 50th wedding anniversary, and they invited us to go along. Otherwise, we probably wouldn't be going. But we're really looking. That is awesome. I haven't haven't talked to anyone who's done that, but what they haven't really enjoyed themselves. So we're we're planning on that. Yeah, but I'm I'm having like oh I'm going to miss convention feelings. So I yeah. Well, you'll you'll probably attend. Uh, oh, I'll be there virtually. virtually. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm I'm on a couple of panels and stuff, so yeah, mm-hmm. I'll I'll be there virtually. Know. But but it's not the same. It's not. The no. Same. It's not. No. Well, hopefully, those of us going um, will not. Um, a repeat of Omaha. Get, yes. Yeah. That. Yeah. yeah. So. All right. Next, um, ACV media updates. Uh, Rick, I know you sent out some uh, just a few documents today. Um, so thank you. <laughs> thank you for those. I have not had a chance to look at them much, but um, really looking forward to hearing um, what you'd like to share with us this evening from ACB media. Okay, well, thanks. Uh, hi, everybody. Uh, I think it's been a couple months since I've been been here, so it feels good to be back. Um, I've got a few points I just want to run through before we talk about the num- the numbers a little bit. If I sound a little bit funny, I'm missing. I've, I'm having some dental work done, and I'm missing a front tooth, so I, oh. <laughs> I'm actually whistling. Um, anyways, um, one of the things that um, uh, became a uh, a problem recently, uh, more so than it had been uh, in the past was our dial-in access to ACV media. Um, the, um, you know, we're using a company called Xeno Media, and we're using a, a, their free services, um, and that company has transformed itself several times. I'm, I'm involved in a dialogue with them right now. Well, they what the problem comes down to is that some people can access the num- numbers and some not. But the part that's really frustrating is some the people that can't access it today may be able to access it tomorrow. 
So it, it's it's a hard problem to reproduce, and any problem that is not easily re, you know reproducible, um, uh, you get into this he said she said with the vendor. Um, but we're working with Xenomedia. Things seem to have quieted down recently. We had a case where. Uh, we were pretty sure we had a case that was happening all the time, and then um, one day it started working again. So um, Zeno's uh, official line back to me is that everything is working at their end. If there's problems, it's at our end. Um, you know, we're always looking for alternatives um, to Zeno. Zeno, we we've yet to find one. Um, so so anyways, just. Uh, you know, when it goes bad for some folks, they get very, very frustrated because, you know, we, we've got a good number of people that listen um, exclusively um, via, via that, that mechanism. So, um, you know, one of the things we always encourage people to do to the extent that some of the things we're broadcasting is, is originating in Zoom, you know, it's a good idea to encourage people to use Zoom. Um, so anyways. Um, we'll, we'll look at some of the, the, the numbers here in a little bit. Mainstream, um, we just added a new show to Mainstream, which was which is the Employment uh, Committee's uh, podcast, which um, it, 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 it's very good. Uh, the episode with um, Melanie Sinoe, Melanie alt Sinoe, I thought was mm -hmm. terrific. Mm -hmm. uh, so that's on the schedule. That gave us an opportunity Um to uh, restack the schedule a little bit, I did. I spent a lot of time over the weekend trying to move things around. Some of the things had fallen uh, in the cracks. Some of the some of our content was real old. We've we've got all that up to speed. I'm not happy with the mainstream numbers. I think mainstream has slipped quite a bit in terms of of listenership, and I think a lot of that is we you know we've brought that onto ourselves by not having things like the schedule easily accessible and and all of that so we're we're working real hard and um you know we're, we're very committed to to get the numbers of mainstream up um acb media has got a calendar right now it's it, it's 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 not carrying mainstream we're going to fix all that so we introduced two new podcast feeds um one is a feed called ACB Business, and that's where we're going to put things like board meetings and committee meetings. So an example would be all the resolutions meetings that are starting up on Thursday. Um, uh, those that are you know public in nature, those that, that people that we will have streamed will be turning those into broad, uh, podcasts and putting them up in short order in in the business um, the business feed so um kelly sent a, a message out to everybody letting people know about that um you know one of the uh, one of the challenges when you put up new feeds is getting people to know that it's out there and we haven't uh, always done as good a job with that as we could now uh, that brings up the whole area of of promotion and I've, kelly and i have talked about um doing some campaigns if you will i mean what pretty much what we've agreed to is every two weeks we're going to promote something to do with media either a, a podcast feed or uh some of the things going on on some of the media channels um you know we're, we're just going to 
try to get out there and and see if we can impact uh, some of the listenership. One of the numbers that continues to surprise me when I look at it is the ACB Advocacy Update is, I think, one of the best podcasts out there. And it it seems like it's not getting the the pickup that I would expect. So we're probably going to, you know, that's probably going to be one of the first things we're going to try to promote and see if our promotion has some impact on 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 the actual number of people that that pick it up um we've got some operational issues right now that that we're doing some things behind the scenes we're doing some server maintenance uh, haven't done some server maintenance in a long time you don't need to know the details on that but it's it's creating some uh, some weird internal stuff but we've got a handle on that uh of course we're we're prepping for the convention and uh getting all our libraries in in order and uh yeah, you know, Jeff is putting together the tours and exhibits and, and 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 all of that. So we're very 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 busy with that. Support group met um, and they initiate. They started some uh, conversation about content. Uh, I wasn't there. I, I don't know what happened, Deb. I don't know if you have anything that you can say about what happened in that support group meeting, but. The support group is is meeting. I don't expect much is going to happen with the support group between now and convention, but uh, just yeah, they to- did. They did start to talk about some of the things that we had worked on before, and and you know gave them some feedback on. Um, you and I that was on my list that I forgot today. I needed to turn the page over um, to talk about uh, next steps there because we're we're really getting stressed between now and convention to do very much with that so um yeah yeah yeah. for sure for sure (laughs) um and that was a good call we had today deb i appreciate it but they did Uh, yeah it was but they did um if they did talk about uh some of the kind of rules of the road we talked about um some of the criteria to determine uh what gets uh, what gets podcast, um, um, you know, we talked about uh, some of what makes a, what makes a good call and the advantage of uh, podcasting some of the calls and thing events, I should really call them events because they're not all call-like, but events, um, and, and how some of those actually work much better as podcasts than live feed because you can edit them and just put up the content and not put up uh, right. some other things. Um, and yeah. so, um, you know, it, it makes it possible to make a more streamlined and time efficient. Um, one of the challenges we talked about was the fact that many events do not actually follow the time factor that they are set up for. So then that makes them challenging when you're trying to schedule them in podcasting. So um, if you want to schedule them for replay, for example. So uh, just talking about some of some of that kind of stuff a little bit. We didn't go too deep into the weeds because I, I wasn't sure since a lot of things may have changed since uh, our initial work group worked on this. I wasn't sure exactly, you know, where some of that was. So we need to figure out, you and Rachel need to figure out uh, kind of where we want to get between now and and convention if we do, and then if I have anything from our previous notes and stuff that's useful to that, I'm happy to to hand it over. Yeah, thank you, Deb. 
Okay, so the numbers. Um, I, I sent you all two sets of numbers. One is uh, podcasts, and the other one is um, listener hours and, and numbers of sessions on the various streams. Um, the um, just to net out the podcast numbers here, we uh, for the month of um, April. <laughs> I'm losing track of time. For the month of April, we had thirty over thirty thousand uh, uh, downloads of our podcasts, and uh, uh, over a third of that were community podcasts. Um, now, don't tell Cindy. Okay, <laughs> no, I'm only kidding. Um, that, now, you know, part of what's driving that um, is that there's a lot of things that get podcasts on community. Um, just so you know, basically uh, what's happening now, and it's happening pretty efficiently, we've got uh, between Larry and Joyce Feinberg, um, community calls that are streamed uh, get turned around and put up in automation after the streaming fairly quickly. And shortly thereafter, after they're put up in automation, uh, they then make it out there as a podcast on the ECB uh, community podcast feed. So we've had over close to 12,000 um, downloads in, in the month of, of April. Um, the, the, the next largest uh, group behind that um, was Main Menu. Um, these numbers are sorted, lar uh, largest to smallest. Um, and, uh, you know, the... Uh, when when Jeff and crew do the the main menu live, the, the numbers uh, you know uh, really spike. Um, but it went you know the difference is between twelve thousand and thirty five hundred um, is what main menu did. So that's a, a big difference between those two feeds. Um, and after that, uh, ACB events advocacy update is beyond that, but the numbers drop you know, fairly, fairly quickly after that. There's a second spreadsheet there, which talks about the, um, the podcast, the top episodes of the podcast and the things that come that float right to the top are, are the Braille forum and the e-forum. Um, those um, are clearly uh, front runners when it comes to number of downloads. The, the Braille forum was 455. The e-forum was 363. And then uh, actually there's three episodes of the uh, Braille forum and e-forum that, that make up the top three ep top episodes. Um, then there's some uh, some community stuff that's that starts um, starts coming in. Um Way around tags was the the top community call, uh, uh, top community podcast in, in the month of April, and so on. And you can you can see the the numbers here. Um, AC, the advocacy update is way low in this list, um, which is what troubles me because I, I I think that you know is something that we just need to get somehow get that uh promoted that was only 148 downloads um it, it it's really a very very good piece of work and so i mean we're going to be working with kelly to see what we can do to get that thing get that thing boosted any question about podcasts 
Uh, oh, just so you know, too, let me let me just compare this to the month of March. Um, in the month of March, we had um, we actually had fewer number of downloads. We had twenty two thousand downloads in the month of March. Um, so um, that's quite a difference: thirty thousand versus twenty two thousand. Some of that may be that uh, a lot of the um, legislative seminar stuff got picked up in the month of April, but you know we we could drill down to that if if we needed if we wanted to get into that level of detail. Um, okay, let me get to my other report here, which is the um, the report of listener hours. Um, there's two sets of numbers here. There's total listener hours and total sessions. Sessions is um, into, you know, in, individual connections into the stream that are longer than a minute at a time. So I, I've done some very simple math here. If you look at the number of listener hours, which are the actual, you know, all the minutes um, that are compiled um, uh, of all the sessions, um, you know, you're going to have fewer listener hours than you have sessions. Um, and um, I, if you divide the listener hours by the sessions, you can come up uh, with an average time, average number of minutes uh, that people are listening to the stream that that is reasonably reliable um, on, on a bottom line basis. Uh, it's about 12 minutes um, across all streams. Community uh, people are listening the longest on community, close to 20 minutes. And then that uh, the next the uh, the next stream that drops down it drops down to media three which is treasure trove, and people listen there on average fourteen minutes um, and and so on. The uh, total listener hours of community is is number one, um, fifty one or uh, fifty four pretty much uh, five thousand four hundred listener hours. Uh, for the month of April for community, uh, followed by Media 3, um, which is uh, uh, Treasure Trove, followed by Media 1, which is mainstream, and and then Media 8, which is the affiliate conventions. Um, and, you know, it, intuitively, uh, that's pretty much what, what you'd hope to see uh, in terms, I think, in terms of where we where we think our heavy hitters are, um, one of the things that's interesting is Media Six in the month of April um, only had uh, five hundred and thirty thirty six listener hours, but in the month of March, because that's where we had the, the DC Leadership Conference, uh, it had uh, twenty eight hundred hours. So um, you know we we can map. Uh, directly the impact of the DC leadership uh, uh, onto media six and see that it, that it did have some impacts. The, um, in terms of the total, um, the total number of listener hours for the month, uh, month of April was, was a little over 12,000 and the previous month it had been 14,000. Um, so um, now comparing just month to month is is a little bit dangerous. We have to do this over a period of time, 
And one of the things that, that I need to do is, is do like a 12 month comparison to see how we're doing. But, you know, one of our goals here needs to be to try to, well, try to promote, see if we can, if our promotion can, can impact stuff. And also on mainstream, make sure that, that our quality is there and, uh, and see if we can recruit some, some more programming. So that's all I had. If, if any questions. God, you guys are quiet. Hey, Rick, it's Dan. Uh, the numbers, I, I know it's apples and oranges and the world has changed, but boy, when I remember Larry reporting back six, seven years ago on ACB radio, I mean, it would be like we had average, you know, 15 listening hours a day or something. It really was pretty low. I mean, these, these numbers, it's good that you're going to start being able to trend them year over year, but that's a pretty good amount of participation. I mean, uh, yeah. if you take 12,000 hours and divide it by, by 30, right, you're looking at 400 listening hours a day? Am I? Am I? Am I doing the right math there? Yeah, yeah. That's that's yeah, and and, and a lot of that's, it's community. That's pretty good. Yeah, a lot of yeah. it's community. I mean, community is is a great success story. Um, and um, you know, I, I mean, some of the learnings from community we, we ought to try to apply to other things. I mean, Treasure Trove has had a very, has had a very loyal audience for a very very long time. Media One has really declined uh, quite mm -hmm. a bit. And and I, I think we can we can bolster it, but um, you know the, the numbers on Media Eight look good, which are affiliate conventions and and DC DC Leadership Conference, a couple thousand listener hours. That's not bad. So um, yeah, uh, thank you, Dan. I I agree with you. The the other thing I did not realize until I just tried it. I mean, you know. You can, at least on my A device, I can say, you know, play ACB advocacy update and it comes right up. Yeah. I'm, yes. I, you don't I, have I, to do it through, you know. <laughs> yeah. It, 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 that, was, that was kind of interesting to learn. I, I didn't yeah, know that. I, so well, I just was it, messing around and tried it. <laughs> I, I, you know, Larry and I were going to start promoting that this week, but it, 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 there's a lot of little glitches to it. Um, Is there? Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, all of our podcasts are, are registered with Apple Podcasts. So the default on the Alexa, I believe, is, Apple, is actually Amazon Music. Mm -hmm. um, is the default Apple podcast. I think it's also picking up uh, like no matter how hard I try, I can't get it to pick up sound prints. And, mm. you know, I've, I've gone to the catalogs and it's there and, and, you know, uh, and um, you know, it, 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 in terms of how you go from episode to episode, it, it's a little clunky, but you're absolutely right. There are cases where you can easily um, get to it. And, and actually I had to try to, uh, see how reliably you can get to the Braille forum because that may be a good way to drive people towards the forum. Um, we're, we're still running the forum, by the way, every two hours on on uh, Media 10. Ten. So, um, you know, you uh, we uh, you know, I mean, we tell people that, and and then we don't tell them again. And um, 
you know, we, we, we need to promote that. But, uh, you know, a lot of this is we've got to do a better job of scheduling and just getting our schedule out there. Um, so. Thank you, Dan. Rick, this is Zelda. And and I was just wondering, um, you know, I had kind of assumed that they weren't doing the advocacy update or advocacy uh, podcast um, because I hadn't seen it out and about. I'm trying to remember where they used to promote that. Was it Dots and Dashes or where where was it at that I saw it before and that would be, oh, it's out and I'd, I'd go listen to it, you know, kind of thing. Um, I thought it was leadership or conversation. I don't remember exactly, yes. but yeah, it was. <laughs> and when we get in in time for Dots and Dashes, we include it there too. Right. So, you know, that's where I got my little reminder and I was very faithful at listening to that when, when I get that reminder but you know i have not can you like subscribe to it so that you get it automatically or yeah you definitely can yeah. subscribe to it and, yeah. and part of part of what i think we we got to do too is we got to educate people on how to how to access podcasts yes um, you know like I, I sent a note out in, in the last note i said you know sent out that said you know if you got outlook you can very easily get an rss feed up in outlook um by going to the RSS subscriptions folder and right-clicking and added the RSS feed and all of a sudden, bang, it's there in, in, there in Outlook. And every time something new comes out, you'll see it, you know, you'll see it pop up as an unread mm -hmm. in, in your Outlook. Um, but, but yeah, um, yeah there's so many ways um, that you can access, uh, you know, podcasts, podcatchers mm -hmm. and, and and mm -hmm. you know a lot of people have their have their preferred ways of doing it. Obviously, the Victor Reader stream uh, stream allows you to to get the podcasts, but you know we we put stuff out there, but we don't do. And we've got to do. And, and this is something that we'll talk to Cindy about in terms of community calls. This ought to be you know some good topics to to do some education on community for the for mm -hmm. for how you can really access that stuff. I'll talk to Kelly um, about advocacy update. Uh, I haven't, you know, Kelly is doing, um, you know, in the past, you've probably seen that there aren't emails coming out from me so much anymore. When we got something that we want to announce, uh, we go to Kelly with it because Kelly's got all the communication channels. And um, I, I thought, I, I'm pretty sure she promotes this stuff on social media pretty religiously. Mm. Um, but that's not, you know, getting to everybody. So, mm -hmm. you know, I, I, Kelly and I spoke a few weeks ago about advocacy update and, you know, we've got some more numbers here and we'll, uh, we'll see what we can do about that. But yeah, it comes out every week. Right. And, it, and, and it, I'm sorry. I, I just need to be looking in, in, in on the website and I could get them from there. Right. Yeah. Well, it, the, the easiest thing to do would be to subscribe to the podcast yeah. and, and then you would get it automatically. Um, if you are subscribing, you know, if you are using a, a podcatcher that was sure. bringing in subscriptions, it would pop. It would pop in whenever a new one came out. If yeah. if you if you subscribe to something in Outlook, it'll give you the entire list of everything that's in that feed, all sitting there in your Outlook, and you could you know, all in in uh, you could scan that list very quickly, just like you do your email. Mm -hmm. And okay. and you could you can see what what's out there. It, Thank you. It's working very handily for me. Mm -hmm. Katie or 
you're going to yeah, it's been a long time. Uh, well, several years. Um, but I've, I've also been on the BOP a long time, (laughs) but I know, I know we did a workshop, um, maybe in Rochester or maybe before then. So 2018, 2019, 20 something before the pandemic in the time that we, some of us, it's, you know, it just, it's, it's been a long time. We did a workshop on, we focused more specifically on how to, you know, receive the Braille form as a podcast from a BOP perspective. Um, but it's, you know, something that we might want to revisit for, um, you know, maybe after the convention timeframe um, to look at doing something again with the community for, because things have changed, you know, um, device, you know, Amazon devices and things. Um, there are ACB has many more podcasts than we ever did at that time. So, um, you know, I think it might be worth having this, this program again. Um, but I know that the, um, the BOP, I think had, did have something, um, along these lines a few years, yeah. you know, the, the, the podcast yeah. list, you know, and, and these numbers are actually understated. These are downloads and there's, there are things mm-hmm. that don't get counted in these numbers. Okay. So, so there's actually a higher number of people that are accessing the podcast than, than what shows up here. But, you know, if we keep the rate of 30,000 a month, that's 360,000 a year. Um, that, that's a lot of downloads. You know, that's, that's a, that's, that, yeah, that's a that thousand, is. a thousand a day. Yeah, it, 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 it's, it's quite incredible. That and, really is. And at least a third of that is community. Um, and, you know, some of that is, is sure numbers, but because they, they put out such volume, but of, you know, numbers of episodes, but it, it you know, you, you, you can't deny those numbers. Um, it, it's, it's, they're very, very strong. So a lot of valuable information. Yeah, no, there Absolutely. really is. There really is. Where I don't know, when's the time? <laughs> yeah. Is the challenge. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Great. Yep. Awesome. So thank, thanks, everybody. It's good to be back. Yes. Welcome back. Any other questions for Rick about ACB Media? It, it does sound like the leadership conference was well, well listened um yeah the, the, you know of course we have the virtual the in-person part um uh, one thing one number that didn't pop up in the top list which kind of surprised me a little bit again and this is something we ought to to dance point earlier i think we ought to really promote is the um uh the rally the rally podcast the rally podcast starts off by dan saying we want what, what, what did you say, Dan? Yes. We want we want accessible currency. We want it now, right? <laughs> so, so we got a little sound clip that that's going to make its way in 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 uh, in ACB lore over time. But but uh, that and and also the other podcast that we started too was um, the other feed, which I, I failed to mention, was a Spanish language feed. Maybe I did say it, but yeah. we got a Spanish language feed now. So all the Spanish content is going to go to that one feed. And, um, you know, we're, we're getting the word out on that. Maybe we should make that little snippet. You have a phone, a phone ring. 
<laughs> what a, a cam? A ringtone? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. A little phone yeah. ring. Yeah, yeah it's, it's uh, really I think he well. says, and, and when do we want it? Yeah. We want yeah, it. We now. want it now. Yeah, well, we and then we could we could get a hip hip hooray in there oh, too. We don't could, we could. <laughs> and and also, you know, get get the thing. I heard that. Uh, Tyler Uranic the other day, Dan yeah. was was doing a show and he played the uh, member the, um, the the Christmas party thing, whatever it was with you, oh. you and Cindy. Oh yeah, yeah. ACB is love. Oh. <laughs> 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 so he played, he played that clip, but it was. Mm-hmm. Uh, thanks everybody. Yeah, but that's a lot of good stuff. A lot of yes, we 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 are generating so much more valuable content than we did five years ago. So that's content yeah. is king. Yeah, <laughs> that is for sure. Yeah, I, I'd but like to get I'd like to get new stuff into mainstream. So you know, it, 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 just just a thought, right? I you know. It, it, could you, if the blog could be turned into some kind of an audio thing, right? Um, you know, maybe that's something we could put up on mainstream. Just, just think about it. if there's any content that that uh, you guys in BOP uh, want to sponsor. Uh, I, I think another area which I think would be very ripe for uh, for programming would be uh, multicultural affairs. So, um, you know, the the time is right now to to talk to us about you know, adding stuff. We've cleaned up the, the mess that we had a little bit. And, and, uh, it, uh, I think I've, we've got some processes in place now where we could add some stuff pretty quickly. So, so I, I would encourage new programming. I think the blog, um, you know, would, it would need to be something probably similar to what we've done with the convention newspaper. Um, you know, where we've used the Microsoft Reader Voice, I think that'd be um, about the only way that we could get the blog in some kind of an audio format. Well, except for the members of the mic, which are already audio. They are, yes. Yeah, and, and maybe mm-hmm. the blog, maybe that, that doesn't translate well, but, it, you know, right. the point, the I mean, point, some to, yeah, the point I'm just to- trying to make is, you know, um, if you have any, any, uh, programming ideas um we, we very much like to explore those and is this gonna is this going to impact it probably will i'm sure kind of that content discussion because i think right now a lot of the programming is going on onto community so just flushing out kind of what goes on what's you know what stream as well right so yeah well what, um, one of the things i'm still committed to do with cindy is to have a a scheduled community channel so that you know things are or a lot you know people can expect certain things at certain times and certain days uh, consistently mm-hmm. and um, we just for whatever reason um, you know I was the roadblock there was to get off of our current scheduling system and we haven't made progress there so we still got to figure out um, I'm having my, my review with Kelly on Friday, so that's one of the things we're going to talk about is how we can knock down that roadblock. But yes, yes, Katie, uh, absolutely agree with what you just said. Mm-hmm. 
Great. All right, any other questions or comments for Rick and ACB Media? All right, thank you very much for that. Yeah. Thank you, guys. Yeah, all right. Um, now we are at the other items portion of the evening. So anything else before we move forward tonight? This is Zelda, and I was just wondering if if the the phoning has begun for um, you know, or the or the message created for the the form format phoning. So, yes, uh, Penny drafted um, some material uh, for for that, and we are holding off for two reasons. Uh, one is that next week is the week we're meeting with BRL, and I just think it might go down a little easier mm -hmm. to have that first. So, sure. uh, so sure. that's one thing. The other thing is that we, we need to be able to have a community call to kick this off, but I got to tell you, the... The noise ratio is so high right now. <laughs> if yeah. you looked at um, if you looked at the event planners note they send out on Monday, and they told us all the times we can't have a call because they really are trying to limit the number in each hour. That number of hours they can't is growing. So I'm I'm almost thinking we may have to wait until after convention to do this. Um, and um, but but what we do have is um, uh, a process for an email that can go out for people first. We'd like to knock off some. There's a lot of people here, so we'd mm -hmm. like to uh, uh, knock off a few by by an email response and uh, possibly some by a, a, a simple Google form response, and then call all the rest. Um, mm -hmm. And so if we, but, you know, I mean, one of the offers that that Katie and I will make, you know, when we meet with BRL, for example, is, you know, if you want to just, you know, tell us now you have the format you want and you tell us, we won't have to call you, you know, so, yeah. so yeah. Um, I'm going to do everything we can to, um, to reduce that before we start having calling. And so, uh, we, we think that this may slide back just a bit because now we're into um, resolutions twice a week. Bylaws yeah. are going to start. Constitution bylaws are going to start up. Then there's all the other stuff. Um, and, and we're just so, so close to convention. So um, um, uh, I decided, Penny and I decided together um, when we met about this that we uh, would just sort of hold until at least uh, we meet with BRL. And that doesn't change whether we'll do it, but it might change the timing or might change uh, some of that. But we could possibly get that email and form part going before convention just fine and then do the calls after. So that's kind of where I'm at right now. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Thanks for the question. And, right. and I, I appreciate the information that that um, Sharon 
pulled out for us on on the costs of yes of, of the format. Yeah, yeah and I, I wanted to comment on one more thing about that. And thanks for mentioning that, Zelda, because you know that information is accurate. But actually, in a, in a way, we need to recalculate because. Um, the forum that we did produce 12 months a year was 48, uh, 48 pages, but now six of them are, what, 64? Um, I always forget how to get this math. Um, so, so if six are going to be 64 and, and six are going to be 48, that's going to change that cost. And then the other question is, well, are, are six going to be 64 and 648? Or are, uh, all 12 going to be 64? Cause what's the difference? And so, um, the, it's not 48. I think one of the definite things is it's probably not 48 times 12 because, which is, which is what it would be if we exactly double our current Braille forum. But you already went through quite an ordeal about the discussion of how would you cut back from your 64 to 48, even on your six issues, you know, where you do that. So I'm actually saying that we can't actually go back. We have to actually do at least what we're doing, which makes um, six times 64 and six times 48. And I hadn't calculated that math yet, but, um, but it will be a little bit different, I think. Wow. We only yeah. talked about doing the, the 64 on the, on the E4, on the electronic right. on the yeah. 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 But, but in so reality, really- yeah. That wouldn't really affect the the hard copy. No, but it will affect the hard copy if you don't want to cut the whole magazine back. So, see, you're going to be cutting, if, if we do the 48 on the, if we stop having an e-forum, that's what they're asking for, that we would stop having an e-forum and we would have 12 Braille issues, then the question mm-hmm. is, if we have 12 Braille issues at 48, then you're going to have significantly less forum. You're calling it e-forum right now, but forum. You're going to have significantly less of it than you do. Content-wise. So, Content-wise. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Space-wise. Mm-hmm. So yes. what you have to think about in your budget request is is that what you want to be asking for, or do you want to ask to maintain uh, the magazine you have, but make it twelve issues? In which case, it would be six forty eights and six sixty fours. And you don't have to decide that one tonight, but you do have to figure that out um, by but for budget time if you mm-hmm. if you want to put this back in. Yep. All right. Well, and then people in BR need to understand that as well. That's one of the things. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. Mm-hmm. That one they of the dilemmas that, that you're facing. Yes. That into account. I mean, do they want less content mm-hmm. in, in terms and do they want less content versus mm-hmm. more uh, hard copy Braille issues or mm-hmm. what? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And less yeah. content for yeah. everyone because that's not right. just them. We're not going to just Braille 48 pages of 64. Yeah. 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 
Yep. But I'm wondering also, as we think about the funding, is this type of project, I mean, just a thought that like we could seek, you know, specific like donor support for? We do actually have um, donor support for it. And one of the difficulties with this kind of a project is that um, is that we whatever that donor support is, it has to be sustainable. Um, right. And it actually has to be ideally a little less than the full cost of the project. Otherwise, when it's a specific donation like that, it's tied up. Um, and can't, you know, can't be used for anything else. So if, so when you're recruiting for funding, um, you know, getting, getting, um, getting, uh, resources for a specific project can be a little bit problematic, but mostly it would have to be sustainable. So um, that's the problem, because we do currently sell the Braille Forum raffle tickets, and we also do uh, get the uh, Delta Gamma some years contribution for specific to the Braille Forum. And at convention, you'll observe mm-hmm. that some affiliates um, mm-hmm. will will provide a, a donation that is specific to the Braille form, and we apply it to that. I mean, we, we're honest that way. So, mm-hmm. um, but the but the challenge of that is is that we would have to have the form, the money, uh, the contribution at a sustainable um, level in order to to make that to make that really work. So, I'm hesitant to set up a fundraiser for that through the organization when we have other budget issues. Um, so it's hard to sort of say, well, this one gets a fundraising project and some others don't. So if somebody just brings that amount in, um, that might make a big difference. But, but, it's, um, but it's more than just the cost of the issues because it's the staffing and it's everything that, that it takes to, to produce it. So... Um, you know, the board would have to decide if it was willing to accept a, a fundraising plan that was just specific to it. Um, and that can be a little bit of a challenge, I think. So it's anything yeah. is possible. But when we have budget deficits, which caused this in the first place, um, we might be reluctant to say this is the funding priority for funding we raise. Okay. I mean, I, I hear you, but it, but it also seems that this is like a fundamental aspect of the organization. This well, is like its yeah. main, mm-hmm. right? Is this this is paper braille and paper print. And I right. fail to understand how paper braille and paper print are a fundamental aspect of the organization. We have you know, a, a, an increasing number of people who aren't using those. And we will at some point in the future, and I don't think it's going to be the terribly distant future, uh, yeah. we may be unable to produce them. So um, the, the people to produce them are drying up. So mm-hmm. um, uh, the reality is that we our our commitment certainly our commitment is to braille but the question is 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 does paper symbolize that or does braille symbolize that and so i think when we're talking about people who need a format because it's the only format 
we can they can use for some reason or other, I think then that falls into the same discussions as all of our other discussions do about the why we try to preserve the telephone number and all of that. But when we're talking about it as a symbolic investment, I don't know if it makes sense. I mean, I, I hear you. Mm-hmm. I, I just think, yeah. you know, that it it's something that we we still need to focus on because whether somebody's accessing Braille electronically or mm-hmm. via paper, mm-hmm. um, it seems that as an organization for the blind, we need to be able to make that right. available. We do produce all of our things in electronic Braille. So we do produce everything in BRF. And we do produce the six issues of the magazine that we still call the Braille Forum in Braille. And we produce the convention program in Braille, although it's going to be very out of date by the time people receive it. Um, mm-hmm. So, uh, But we don't produce uh, dots and dashes in Braille. Um, we don't produce... Um, I mean, there are a lot of things the organization produces that it doesn't produce in hard copy Braille or hard copy large print. And so, um, you know, I, we need to figure out how to get material to people who, who need it in a format that they can use, whatever that format is. But just to do it philosophically, I, I mean, the organization may decide to do that, but it... When when we have budget deficits and when we have uh, financial challenges, it it seems like an odd way to work to me. So we'll see how it all goes. I mean, you know, I I think it's you know, there's a lot of we do a lot in this organization based on emotion, and this may be one of those. Yeah, I, I will say it is getting it's it is a challenge each year to find um yeah. you know, contractors for the yeah for the physical copies of the of the forum. So yeah. that will be yeah, you know, something we'll need to be mindful of as we yeah. uh move forward. I mean I would love to see us really help people learn to use the e readers, for example. You know, people may not like it as well as having paper, but it is something that is going to be supported, and it's supported by the federal government so people can get them for free. And the, I think what the most biggest challenge is, is learning to use them. And if we could, mm-hmm. as an organization, mm-hmm. figure out um, and then also get them to provide that same item as a, the tiny CCTVs uh, to people who would use that, uh, I think, boy, that would make a lot of sense because that moves us forward into the future. So um, I, I'm just concerned that we can't sustain this and the organization will have to kind of decide as an organization. I mean, you're getting my opinion, but, you know, have to decide as an organization whether just to do this symbolically is is actually useful and and what it says. So, yeah. Lots to come. Yeah. But so. that's why we changed the name, you know, so that those six issues are not called the Braille Forum, so that people wouldn't see that as much as a conflict. So in the same way that we uh, don't produce some other things, you know, I, I guess I'm not sure now, given those changes, I mean, that's, 
that's up up for debate, I'm sure. Yeah. Um, so I I totally agree with you, and I hear what you're saying, and I don't think making Braille available uh, in the good old fashioned paper mm-hmm. is actually a symbolic action. Yeah. yeah, as I said, I really think it's something, and and it's still a mode that's mm-hmm. being used by people. Um, and, you know, as you said, it's something that yeah. we will have to talk about and look yeah. at the budget yeah. and right. think about right. sort of where we're going. And we're not, Cheryl, proposing to discontinue any of the Braille we're making. So the question no. just is, is, is the other magazine uh, going to be in Braille? And then the question is, well, what about everything else? What, what makes dots and dashes different? Or what makes, you know, I mean, so... We're not proposing cutting the Braille Forum paper copies. Those those are still, that, that's not even a discussion. There, there's not been any discussion of that. So the real question is, are we going to have another, uh, it's not really returning to the old, what we, what was originally cut, because what, was cut no longer exists it is now a different magazine that is longer so that's that's what we've got to try to figure out it's it's not easy yeah yeah well and i think i mean that could be some of the issue is just Mm -hmm. the 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 nomenclature of what you know what we're calling things right Right. because right you know when when the e-form initially came out it was meant to serve a different purpose and kind of a different, you know, could be designed to serve a different. Yeah, and um, it hasn't really done that. Articles, and it really mm. hasn't gone that route. It yeah. has, you know, so that's why it, yeah. that, I think that's where some of the yeah, yeah. Um, confusion comes into play. Mm-hmm. I agree so. totally about that. Anything else for the evening? All right. Our next meeting is um, scheduled for Tuesday, June 6th at 8 p.m. Eastern. Mm-hmm. So with that, may I have, um, if no one has anything else, a motion to adjourn. Let's do it. Thank you, Kathy. All right, everyone. Thank you to Deb for streaming and mm-hmm. Cecily for hosting. Yay. And have a great night. All right. Good night, everyone. Bye. Good night. Bye. 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 Bye.